You're listening to The Rocks and Ritual Show with Debbie Barr on Natural Health Radio. Hi, and thanks so much for tuning in to listen to the Chakra System Part 2. Last time we looked at the base, the sacral and the solar plexus chakras, and we learned all about stability, manifestation, listening to our bodies, learning to, you know, focus on our needs and take our pleasure where we need it and all about action and will from the solar plexus so as we move onwards on our journey through the chakra system we come now to the softer glow of the heart chakra the heart chakra is located in the center of your chest and is governed by the element of air the sanskrit name for this chakra is anahata which literally translates as unstruck good crystals for this chakra are jade tourmaline, particularly um, watermelon tourmaline, emerald and rose quartz. The chakra resonates with the colour green, but pink can also be used. So as we said in the last show, the solar plexus, the fire, needs air in order to burn. The air is supplied from our hearts. We can use the fuel from the balanced first and second chakras to fuel the fire, but we need air from the heart to keep it healthy. We now realise that our actions have an impact on others around us and not only ourselves. And we start to realise that we're part of a larger, more interconnected system. If we work together in love, compassion and kindness, then the world will be a better place for us all. The heart chakra is the central chakra in the system. How many times do you hear the phrase, let's get to the heart of the matter, i.e. the centre or the crux of the matter? So the heart chakra is of vital importance. It is the the central pivot of the system. Opening our hearts and having a healthy, balanced, energised heart centre will allow us to give and receive love more easily. I mentioned before that in our lower chakras we have a right to be here and a right to experience pleasure. Now we learn to love ourselves as well as those around us. For if we cannot love ourselves, how can we give love to others? This is not a reference to sexual love, um, the, the sort of the more sexual pleasure of chakra two, but a more spiritually aware love, a more unconditional love. The heart chakra in the centre of the system connects the lower and upper chakras, so it's at this point that we start to feel the soft touch of spirit. When our heart chakra is out of balance and closed, we often feel constricted. A tightness in the chest, heart problems perhaps and other disorders can highlight this. We feel suffocated sometimes, and this is hardly surprising, as this chakra is governed by air, so if it's closed off, we will feel the effects. This chakra governs our heart and our lungs, so disorders in these organs can highlight a problem in this chakra. When the heart chakra is open, we feel light and feel like we are walking on air. We feel alive, feel good and feel eager to be part of a larger system, all working together for the greater good. Working with this chakra allows us to connect with others. We all have the same hopes and fears and by working on this chakra we can learn to work together and connect. Love is a unifying force which connects us all. We all spend a large part of our bodies. We all spend a large part of our lives looking for love. We forget that we need to feel it within and love ourselves first before we can find it outside. Happiness and love come from within our hearts. Opening this chakra allows us to breathe life and love into our lives and allows us to soar to new heights. So how can you balance this chakra? Well, working with pink or green colours in either food, baths, clothes or using coloured glasses can all help to balance the chakra. 
Breathing exercises where you focus on the breath entering and leaving your body can also help as this chakra is governed by the element of air. Going swimming and doing the breaststroke can really open up the front of your chest and open this chakra. And hugging again is also a fantastic way of opening this chakra and giving and receiving love. After all, you can't give a hug without getting one back. So that's the heart chakra. Many people find that they have a blockage at their heart chakra. Every time you experience a hurt or a trauma, you have a little scar, a wee energetic scar on your heart. And it's important that you learn to process the emotions and to let them go. It's important that you um, you can use things like Reiki. Um, Reiki is a beautiful energy for balancing the heart chakra. So if you have traumas that you need to release and you have old hurts and emotional baggage that you want to get rid of, it's really worth contacting your local Reiki master to see if you can have some, some Reiki to help. Um, if you want to ask more about that, feel free to get in contact with me. You can contact me via my website www.rocksandrituals.co.uk or of course you can email me debbiebarr at rocksandrituals.co.uk So let's move on. We move up towards the throat chakra now and as you would probably guess this is located in the neck and is all about communication. Whereas the lower chakras are all governed by various elements earth, water, fire and air the upper chakras, the throat, the brow and the crown are all governed by spirit. However, it's nice to break it down a little further and I like to think of this chakra as governed by sound as it's the seat of our communication and our vocals. Without communication, life would be very difficult indeed, especially nowadays. We are bombarded with information continuously through each day. But I'm not only referring to external media, the internet, the TV and radio communications. Our bodies are in a constant state of communication as well. Each cell communicates with the brain and the bodily systems, so communication really is key to life. And whilst the throat chakra is mainly known for communication issues, it is also a seat of creativity. I know that you will see quite often that the sacral chakra is listed as the creative chakra, but in all honesty, the throat chakra is really the one that plays the most vital role in creativity. For if you cannot express your ideas, then your creativity will be diminished to a certain extent. The Sanskrit name for this chakra is Vishuddha, which literally translates as purification. So to achieve balance in this chakra, we must have gone through some sort of self-development and purification. On our journey so far through the chakra system, we've learned about our right to be here in the base and how to balance our base chakra and stay grounded. And we've learned that we have a right and a need for pleasure and we've learned how to open and balance our sacral chakra. Moving upwards, we learned about the fire in our belly and the fire of our own personal will in the solar plexus and then the softer touch of spirit as we moved into the air-governed heart chakra. This development and this balancing of our lower chakras allows our heart chakra to open, which in turn helps purify us and allows us to lovingly express ourselves via our throat centre. The throat centre resonates with bright blue, like a sky blue, and disorders of this chakra can manifest sometimes as throat or thyroid problems. How many times have you had a lump in your throat when you've wanted to say something but couldn't get the words out? This lump in the throat is a symptom of a blocked throat chakra. It's important that we always speak our truth, but lovingly and with compassion and kindness. Words cannot be taken back and a harsh word can do a lot of damage. So always think before you speak. Is it necessary? Is it kind? And is it true? It's important to 
always pause before you react, especially when you're faced with negativity or harsh words from others. A good habit to develop before speaking, you know, as I mentioned, is to say, are my words needed? Are they true and are they kind? Meditation and mindfulness can help with this, with cultivating this habit of briefly pausing before you speak or react. How often perhaps have you received an email from a colleague or a friend and furiously typed a hated response, only to realise later that perhaps you misread the email or misinterpreted the tone? Happens quite often. Whereas if you take a moment to pause and breathe, not only are you activating your heart chakra, because you're breathing in, you're expanding allowing the breath to come in and it gives you a moment of pause and allows you to respond rather than react. Our world is full of sound and sound is a vibration. Within ourselves and produced by ourselves there is an indestructible sound constantly repeating itself in companionship with our breathing. Our heart is beating. You can tune in and feel your heart beating. Sound has enormous power. One might say in fact that it has the power to create an entire universe. According to the ancient Indian and Asian belief, in the beginning there was sound, and this sound reverberated as Om. And from that sound, everything came into existence. Even in the Christian Bible, we are told, in the beginning, there was the Word. Sound is a vibration of the air around us. We interpret via the medium of our hearing equipment, our ears and our brains, the vibration of air as sound. Scientists are beginning to recognise, just as the ancient sages did, that a vibration exists in the universe, which reverberates ceaselessly through the cosmos. You can still tune in to the energy of the Big Bang, that white noise you can hear when you tune out your radio or when you tune out the TV, that buzz, that's actually sound waves coming from the Big Bang. Our words are formed whenever we put letters and syllables together. Our spiritual and mundane lives are only possible because of words. Without language, we wouldn't be able to carry out any of our daily activities. Each word we use has its own power and produces its own reaction. Sometimes whenever I sit down to write blogs or to write content for this show, I really suffer sometimes from writer's block. And that can be a real sign that the throat chakra is not in balance. To restore balance... I find that it's really helpful to wear blue, bright blue, or to carry some blue crystals or to wear blue coloured glasses. Good crystals for this chakra are sodalite, angelite, lapis lazuli or turquoise. Simply carry them with you or place them on your throat and visualise a lovely sky blue ball of light emanating from your throat chakra. Listening to chakra balancing music or singing can also help restore balance. And chanting is a brilliant way to bring about balance in the throat chakra. Um, I'm going to give you a little quote from um, Anodaya Judith's article. From um, She has an article on the throat chakra that you can find at uh, Llewellyn.com where she says, Chanting is an activity that increases the overall resonance of our being, allowing our internal systems to enter into a rhythmic harmony. When chanting is practiced as a group activity, it enhances resonance and communication with the group as a whole. From Zen monasteries to rock concerts, this is a powerful tool for enhancing collective consciousness. I couldn't agree more. I have found whenever I meditate that I like to sometimes, if I can't settle myself, if I can't get into the zone that I want to be in, I find chanting really helps. Using Om is a good way to start um, and it can help focus your mind because it, it allows you just to concentrate on that. It's called mantra meditation. 
Um, we can certainly um, I can talk to you about meditation and um, I'm be running some more classes again. So again, take a wee look at the website um, if you're interested in learning how to meditate. Let's move up now um, to the brow chakra. We're getting up to the sharp end now, up to the, uh, the the third eye. This is the one that everybody quite likes to work on, particularly people in the spiritual field. But as I said before, it's really important that you keep them all in balance. You know, the, the chakras are not just individual little entities. They need to be restored to balance in their entirety. They all work together. So this chakra, the third eye chakra, is located in your forehead between and just above the eyes, in between your eyebrows. And it corresponds with indigo, and its Sanskrit name is Ajna, which literally means to perceive or to command. So these upper chakras don't necessarily have an element associated with them. Um, As I said, they were all covered, the throat, the brow and the crown are all covered by spirit. But I think it would be a safe assumption to say that this chakra is really governed by light. Its function is seeing and intuition. It governs your eyes and the malfunction of this chakra can be indicated with physical issues such as blindness, eye strain, headaches, blurred vision. Nightmares may also be present if this chakra is not functioning well. So good crystals for this chakra are lapis lazuli, quartz, amethyst. You may find that lying with a piece of amethyst on your brow chakra really can help alleviate headaches and it also can promote insightful dreams. Brilliant for helping you remember your dreams too so Pop a wee piece under your uh, under your pillow. We use our eyes to see and perceive the world around us. And this may be one of our most important senses, one which we often take for granted. It's not our eyes, though, that are actually doing the seeing. Light penetrates our eyes and is then processed by the back of the eye. Light does not pass into our brains. But instead, the impression of the light on the back of our eyes is processed by the brain into recognisable shapes and images. So you're actually using your brain in order to perceive the world around you, thanks to the light that passes in from your eyes. So it's actually your brain that's doing the seeing, not your eyes. So whenever we refer to saying, see things in your mind's eye, you actually already are. Our brow chakra, when functioning well and in balance, can help improve our intuition and our second sight. So by working with this chakra, we can learn to see images in our mind's eye, perhaps developing the gift of clairvoyance in some cases. We have um, already seen, as I mentioned, that we see with our brains and not our eyes. So let's not shy away from trying to use our intuition and our mind's eye in order to process other information which is all around us. Intuition helps you read between the lines and gives you a deeper insight. It's your gut feeling. How many times do you ignore it and then wish you hadn't? Our intuition is with us from the moment we're born and if it's developed and nurtured, it can be such a powerful tool. The Sanskrit name Ajna, which translates as to command or to perceive, also shows the dual nature of this chakra. To perceive was the original translation and this is easy to see. We perceive, we see. But the later translation was then to command. We can command our thoughts and images that we perceive into our reality. We can visualise an outcome and then command it into being. Have you ever visualised something and then it's happened? Your first response might be no, but think about it. You wake up, it's not the nicest of days. You are visualising all the things that could go wrong with your day and you get up thinking and visualising it's going to be a bad day. 
Nine times out of ten, you will then go on and experience a bad day. This is because the law of attraction in the universe will match the frequency of your thoughts and your visualizations and you will get what you give out. Next time you feel like this, perhaps try and visualize a more positive outcome. See a smile from your work colleagues, a kind word from your boss, a helpful stranger holding a door open for you. And as you become more practiced at visualizing these things, you will notice that they start to manifest in your life. You can um, really change your life by focusing your intent and your thoughts. Thoughts are things. You can only perceive the world around you through your own experience of it. Your experience of life is completely different than the person sitting next to you. You all have your own perceptions. So if you perceive that the world is a really terrible place full of hatred and bitterness, that is exactly what you will get. Whereas if you see that the world is actually a lovely place and that we are all loving beings and you can see yourself reflected in other people's eyes, you will really start to notice a major shift in your life. So by developing the brow chakra, you can actually um, you know, start to visualize more complex things and start to manifest a little more. Meditate every day. Use guided visualization meditations to help you develop your skills. People quite often would say to me, I can't visualize. It's too hard. And it is difficult from time to time, but it's easier than you think. Close your eyes for a moment if you can, if you're not driving, and just imagine, for example, your kitchen or your bedroom. Try and imagine how it looks without opening your eyes. Can you really notice what it looks like? What colour is it? As you practice this, you will find it becomes easier. Imagine looking at it as if you were looking in from the outside. Look all around, look up, look down. You can really visualise it because you see it every day. And as you get better at holding the image in your mind, then you can start to think about different things. The colours you see. What colour is your room? Can you feel the colour or can you see the colour? Is it a cool blue or a fiery red? Practice for a few minutes every day and you'll soon notice that your skills build and that you can imagine things more clearly. As a child, I bet you you sat and daydreamed and imagined. We all did. It really helps develop your brow chakra and allows you to visualise and manifest things more clearly. There's a couple of other things you can do to work with this chakra to develop your intuition and visualisation skills. As I said, meditate. That's, that's the key. It tends to be the key for them all. There's a recurring theme here. But imagine a blank screen in your mind's eye. You can ask a question and focus on your breathing and just over time your mind will clear and the screen will come into focus and you may find words or images pop into your mind. Keep a notepad handy and write down anything that pops into your head during these meditations. The images or words may not mean anything at the moment, but perhaps in a day or two or later that month you may well find it all makes sense. Another thing you can do is what's called a photo blink. Place a photograph of someone opposite you, about six to ten feet away, and then close your eyes and allow yourself to relax and become grounded. When you're ready, open and close your eyes really quickly, like the opposite of a blink, so that you only get a glimpse of the photograph. What do you notice about the image in your mind? Do you see it? Are there characteristics you can make out? Are there colours? Does anything fade quickly or does anything linger? This exercise can also help you discern aura characteristics and the strengths and weaknesses of a person's aura. So it's actually quite a good one to try. But the main thing I want to get across to you with regards to this chakra is the power of your intent and the power of your thoughts 
As I said earlier, your thoughts are things. Don't discount them just because they're in your head. You have the power within you to change your life for the better. And you can change your health too by focusing on being healthy, by thinking yourself healthy, by seeing yourself as a fully vibrant, healthy person. That in turn will help to draw that reality to yourself and that you will then learn that you can manifest anything that you really want in life. So now we're nearly at the end of our journey through the chakra system and we look at the crown chakra. The Sanskrit name for the crown chakra is Sahasrara, which is quite hard to say. It literally means thousandfold and it's depicted as a thousand petaled lotus flower. It's the seat of your consciousness and understanding. Physically, it relates to your central nervous system and any malfunction in this chakra can be linked to depression or feelings of alienation, confusion, boredom, apathy and an inability to learn new things. It resonates with violet and white. Gold, amethyst, diamonds, all good for helping restore balance to this chakra which sits at the top of her head. I often like to use a clear quartz as well because it's the master healer of all crystals. So it's nice, I think, to use it at this chakra. So we've sprouted from our roots in the earth. We've moved up and experienced the fluidity of water, transformed with fire and felt the soft touch of air. We've moved through sound and light and now find ourselves at the source of all things, consciousness. With each level, we experience new degrees of freedom and awareness and now we reach enlightenment. However, it's important to remain grounded and connected. After all, even the thousand petal lotus flower needs to keep its roots in the earth in order to continue to blossom. That's so important to remember. People sometimes focus solely on developing their spirituality and their intuition and want to have enlightenment and they forget to be grounded. So it's really important that you stay grounded. So the element for this crown chakra is again spirit and its function is thought and knowing. We need to look inside our own mind in order to gain understanding and knowledge. We need to tend the garden of our mind. So as I said earlier, thoughts take form and can impact on our physical surroundings. We are all linked together with a higher consciousness, collective consciousness. Words are rarely enough to describe this. You, you kind of need to experience it for yourself. Each chakra is a manifestation of consciousness at different layers of reality and vibration. So as we move upwards, we purify with each step. Looking within, we need to ask ourselves, who's minding the storehouse of our memories and the thoughts in our head? As human beings, this is a massive concept as we are looking within our own mind, using our mind to do so. So we all have our memories and our belief systems and we're all capable of learning new things and changing our beliefs. Constantly searching for meaning, this search for unity of experience and connection to others. We all need our lives to have meaning. So you receive information all the time and you seek to make sense of it, to find meaning. And only once you find the meaning can you then find order. Thoughts are things. Use them to manifest your reality. Our minds are like computers, constantly downloading information. The internet exists whether we use it or not. Radio waves exist outside of the radio. We can tap into information outside of ourselves from the collective consciousness when we open this chakra and learn to use it. The crown chakra is the gateway between the mortal and the divine, the temporal and the timeless, the finite and the infinite. 
Meditation is the key to this chakra because our minds become cluttered with all the information we take in. Think about this for a second. Would you eat your dinner off a dirty plate? No, of course you wouldn't. You would wash the plate and start with a clean, fresh one. So why then do you approach today's problems with yesterday's cluttered mind? Meditation is like defragmenting your computer hard drive, like washing your dishes, like tidying up. It allows you to sort through the clutter, making sense of it, restoring order and functionality to allow you to then process things more efficiently. There are lots and lots of studies out there which look into the effects of meditation on a physiological level. We'll talk about that another day. But really, really consider getting into meditation if you haven't already. As I said before, please contact me if you have questions about meditation. I am more than happy to help in any way I can. And there's lots and lots and lots of resources out there where you can um, find information about it. So we've reached the summit of the chakra system. Let's put it all together. The chakras do not exist independently of each other. They're interconnected and form a circuit of energy. Each one relies on another. As you move up the system, you go towards freedom, liberation from constraints and enlightenment. And then as you move down the system, you need to do that in order to manifest your thoughts and ideas because you need the limitation, as we discussed in the last show. You need the limitation to actually be able to manifest things. The movement up and down go hand in hand. You apply your newly found knowledge and your understanding to the world around us. The chakra system is not a linear system or a path. It is all interrelated and connected. The beginning is the end and the end is the beginning. There is no destination, just the journey. So it's really fascinating to get into the chakras. When your chakras are in balance, your body is feeling good, feeling healthy and everything around you starts to fall into place you're vibrating constantly at a certain level if you vibrate at a high level you will attract high level things to yourself if you vibrate at a low level you will attract more negative things think of the chakra system as a fully functioning system that has to work together so for example you have a divinely inspired idea pops in through your crown chakra through your thought center and you start to visualize it in your brow chakra And then you start to talk about it, to start to bring the creativity as you discuss it. And then you move down into the love centre of your heart and you love, you develop a love for it. And the fire in your belly makes you take a little bit of action to it and you get pleasure out of that as you move through the sacral chakra till you manifest the thing that you have thought about into reality at the base. But you're not finished then. You decide then that it will give you more pleasure to transform and change things. So you make some changes to it. You take a little bit more action and you develop a newfound love for it and you begin to tell other people. You visualize more things and have more divine inspiration and so the journey continues. Please don't think of the chakras as individual little little entities. By all means, yes, there are times when one is more out of balance than others. For example, when you're feeling a little bit frightened or a little bit scared, you know, pop on something red to give you a wee bit of assertiveness you know channel your base chakra work with it you know if you're going for a challenging situation you've got a day in court or something you know paint your nails red wear red pants wear red socks do something that has red okay get out in nature ground yourself remember with your sacral chakra to enjoy life and to give yourself the pleasure that you need in your life and with the fire in your belly make sure that that is softened by the glow of your heart that is done through love, that your actions are done in a loving, kind and compassionate way. Your voice then, let your voice be heard. 
don't be afraid to speak don't be afraid to sing there's nothing better sometimes than turning the music on and singing at the top of your voice whether you can sing or not it's all about just getting your voice heard use your brow chakra visualize things but visualize things in a positive way set a positive intention each day and that in turn will help to balance your entire system and keep you connected so while your crown chakra is open connecting you to the divine and the collective consciousness your base chakra is constantly connected to the earth and as a result of that you have created a fully functioning system that works really well if you'd like to find out anything more about the chakra system please contact me i'll be running a crystal chakra course later in november so if you take a wee look at my website www.rocksandrituals.co.uk you can come along for seven weeks and each week we will be looking at a particular chakra and a particular crystal and i will be giving you a meditation for each so you can build your own balancing kit i hope you have enjoyed this um series of shows on the chakra system and as i say i'd love to hear from you so please feel free to leave me a comment thanks you're listening to the rocks and rituals show with debbie barr on natural health radio